I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, good morning. Welcome into the show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Jerry Harrison Jr., longtime Major League Baseball player, incredibly talented Dodgers analyst, World Series champion, really low on the very impressive resume, a guy that I got to host radio with once, so that was just fun for me, and now joining me here on the program, Mr. Harrison, what's up, buddy? Bill, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, dude. Um, this, man, this, this Dodgers team at least in the regular season, is such a ridiculous force of nature. They're like 3,000 games above 500. they They're actually, what, I don't even know, 19 and a half, 20, whatever it is, games ahead in the NL West. Compared to all the Dodgers teams that we have seen dominate over the last decade, how does this team compare, Jerry? Uh, well, they're right up there. Uh, I, I believe in order to beat the 2020 team, you have to win the World Series. That, that team won the World Series in, in a trying year. Uh, I really loved the 2013 team. Uh, I thought they had probably the best pitching, along with the bullpen, with you know, a, a in prime Clayton Kershaw, in their prime Zach Greinke, uh, Hunjin Ryu, and then you had Kenley Jansen in his prime as a closer, and you have veteran guys in that in that clubhouse. Uh, they just didn't get it done. And then 2017, a historic team as well, as just they ran into a team, the Houston Astros. We know what happened with that team and why they won. Uh, so, but they're right up there, you know, especially when they run out Mookie Betts, who's scorching hot. He's just thrust himself right back in the MVP discussion, uh, player of the week. And you have Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and then Will Smith, who doesn't get enough love, man. He was just named the team USA his catcher. Uh, he has really developed into a, uh, middle of the order bat, and he's led our, our, our pitching staff as well. So this team is stacked. They play well together, which is so important. Uh, talking to uh, Jerry Harrison Jr. here on the show. Jerry, if you are the uh, the fan of, a, of another National League team, if you're a Mets fan with that Mets series coming up this week, that could certainly be a preview of a, of a, of a deep postseason October showdown between these squads. And you're, you're looking for weaknesses in the Dodgers. You're looking for hope against, at least in the regular season, a, a dominant baseball team. Any reason to believe with, with some of those injuries, and I know it's we're not in October yet, that the pitching staff for the Dodgers could be a vulnerability? Uh, it can. You know, we just lost uh, Tony Gonsolin. Hopefully it's just uh, a 10-day stint for him in the IL, or maybe this is a precautionary measure, making making sure that arm comes down. Uh, and, you know, Tony's been incredible. My pick to win the Cy Young, he has been the most consistent pitcher uh, in the National League. Hopefully he'll be back. And then Clayton Kershaw is on his way back, too. So anytime you get a guy like Clayton and his experience, uh, his resilience, you know, uh, his potency in the postseason, we know that he has been an incredible big-game pitcher. Uh, if we stay healthy, obviously make a run. Now, on the flip side, you ask the question, is, is there a team out there 
that can give the Dodgers problems. Any team that has dominant starting pitching could get give any team uh, problems. I don't care if it's the 27 Yankees, the 2009 Yankees. If you have starting pitching, dominant starting pitching, they can give any lineup trouble. And I look for the Mets, man. The Mets, anytime you can run out Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer and Walker uh, in, a, in a series, that could be troublesome for any team. So dominant starting pitching, uh, and then on the back end, Diaz is the best closer in, in baseball uh, for the Mets. So the Mets definitely pose some problems for any team, including the Dodgers. Jerry, I don't know if you followed some of the McCourt sagas since they sold the Dodgers a long time ago. They own a bunch of soccer teams in Europe, and, and those teams are are not doing well. Not to bore you with the details, but the, that ownership situation has not been great. And it made me think about maybe how underrated outside of L.A. the sale of the Dodgers was to where they are now. I know they were good then, but Andrew Friedman is in now, and they're just dominant. And the same thing for the Mets team you just talked about. I mean, new owner comes in, and it's almost overnight the, the, the degree of change – you played in the majors for a long time. You're obviously, when you're doing your thing, you're not hanging out with the owner. The owner's not in the clubhouse. Owner's not making decisions. Why is ownership so important to success or failure in all these professional sports we talk about, but baseball in particular? Bill, that is an incredible question. I don't get this asked a lot, uh, but it is vital. It is so important. Leadership, leadership starts from the very top. When you have great leadership, like a great ownership group, what they do is they recognize, hey, I'm going to put people in place that know what they're doing, know how to run the franchise, and know how to run on-field operations. The, the, the thing that makes the Dodgers so successful is Mr. Walter does an incredible job delegating. You can't be everywhere at once, but he makes sure he has the right people in place to make sure that this operation runs smoothly. The Dodgers do an incredible job not just drafting, not just signing guys, but developing guys in the lower-level minor leagues. So when they get to the big leagues, they hit the, round, hit the ground running. And that is why it is so important to have that type of leadership at the very top. And you feel it as a player. When they, I was on the team when they bought the Dodgers. Uh, and I believe it was mid-April or early May, Magic Johnson came into our clubhouse and told us, hey, things are going to change. We're going to give you guys everything you need to succeed. They revamped the clubhouse. They had a huge new weight room added on. Uh, to, to the Dodger clubhouse, and you felt as a player you have everything you need to succeed, so you have no excuse. You have no excuse to perform and go out there and win a ball game. So it is so important you have that leadership, but more important, it is felt by all the players throughout the entire organization. Jerry, obviously, Jerry Harrison Jr. here on, on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Jerry, obviously, you have to get the right owner, and in, in cases like like the Angels, you know, we have to wait for all the details. But just as a fan of the sport, I've been waiting for Mike Trout to be able to play postseason baseball more than one failed series for a long time. And you throw Shohei Otani into the mix; those are two of the most exciting players in the in the game. What is your confidence level that either as Angels or elsewhere that this change in ownership will allow us to see Trout and Otani? play postseason baseball with some frequency? Well, you know, I would love to see Mike Trout play in the postseason as well. And Otani, you talked about two generational talent-type players. But there are 26 total men on a roster. And in order to be successful at the big leagues, in order to be successful, you better have 45, 50 players throughout your system that in a year or two or three at the, at the, at the most, 
they'd come in and have an impact on your club. Not just be decent players, have an impact on your club. So you look at the big leagues. Yes, that's what you see. But you have to have a foundation. And that's where the Angels have really failed. They have yet to have and built a foundation as far as having lower-level prospects to come in and help Mike Trout, come in and help Otani. This is baseball, man. You can't have just one or two guys. You've got to have tons of guys to support your superstar players. You look at the Dodgers. Injuries have hit them, like every team, hard this year. But what they did is they brought guys like James Altman, the 17th-rated prospect of the Dodgers. He comes in, hits, his home, hits a home run the very first at-bat he has in the big leagues and, it, and, it, and provides a spark. You have to have a bunch of players that are good baseball players to help the great baseball players in order for you to have a great team in the big league. So you have to have organizational depth. If you don't have organizational depth, I don't care if you have Mike Trout, I don't care if you have Otani. Those are just two players. You have to have 35, 40 impact players that can help you win a ball game every night. Talking to Jerry Harrison Jr. Jerry, Jerry um, Aaron Judge is having an, an incredible season. Uh, got to that 50 home run mark, even though the Yankees lost that game. And obviously he has just put on a display. Can can that kind of an individual mesmerizing season have any kind of impact on a baseball team as a whole, like the Yankees, as they try to chase some real meaningful baseball at the end of the year? It, it can, and he's had an incredible impact on that team. I know that the Yankees have kind of hit a snag a little bit. They played re, uh, played better baseball the last few, few uh, games. But overall, they got off to such a historic start, uh, and it was led by Aaron Judge. You know, missing Giancarlo stand in that lineup really hurt them. Now G's back, and that helps Aaron Judge get better pitches to hit, and when he gets pitch, better pitches to hit, you see what he can do. Anytime you have a guy like Aaron Judge in your lineup, it makes everybody around them better, especially a guy that's hitting in front of Aaron Judge. You're going to get a lot better pitches to hit, and guys are hitting behind Aaron. You'll get better pitches to hit because you, the pitcher just faced the MVP of the league, and it's natural to kind of take a deep breath and not focus on your next at-bat. So Aaron Judge definitely, for my, my money, he is the MVP of the American League. And he has had an incredible impact on that Yankee team. And those are, he's a huge reason why they're in first place. Jerry, home run magic has obviously got a really interested, and if we're being honest, at times tainted history in the sport. I mean, Maris, amazing. But there's Sosa, there's McGuire, there's Bonds. We all see it differently. For, for you, when a talent like Judge chases 60 home runs like he's doing, is, is accomplishing individually what he's doing, from a home run perspective, how does that hit you? Like, how do you feel about home run marks in 2022? Well, I, I feel great about it because, you know, everybody knows that they've kind of deadened the balls a little bit. When I say deadened the balls, they're back to where they used to be, you know, six, seven, eight years ago. So the balls are normal now. So now you're seeing the true home run hitters. Guys that, you know, that hit eight, ten home runs a year about four or five years ago were hitting 20 to 25 home runs, which was ridiculous. Now those numbers are down. You're seeing the guys separate themselves. Because at the end of the day, home run hitters are home run hitters. You know? And now you're seeing Aaron Judge. You're seeing Paul Goldschmidt. You're seeing Mookie Betts. The guys that are the true talented guys that drive the ball to the ballpark, uh, you're seeing that separate themselves from the guys that were the marginal guys that were well, 5, 10, 15 home runs that were 25, 30 home run guys. So it's great to see Aaron Judge 
uh, is, is putting on the show uh, throughout the country. I saw a little bit of the game last night, him going dead center in Anaheim up against the mountain. Uh, that was a sight to see. So anytime you have the true home run hitters doing their thing, it's great for the sport. Jerry Harrison Jr., as always, buddy, appreciate you. How, how's the golf game? Are you still – I mean, you're a professional athlete. Are you still able to shave off some strokes here or there, or do you, do you get to where you're at and, and that's sort of what your, your ceiling is in that sport? You know, I'm so glad you brought that up, though. You know, I, I've got <laughs> to a point where I needed to to kind of refine a little little thing uh, of my game. I, I now have played smarter golf. You know, I think you get to a point where you're only going to be as good as, as you're going to be. But what you can do is try to navigate around the course. And that has gotten me, uh, I probably shaved a, a stroke or two off my game. So I was about a, a five handicap. I'm playing around a three. I got a chance to play Nick Punto, who's a scratch golfer. Uh, and, I got a chance, and I got a chance to beat him. And that was probably, wow. the, I played it probably 15 times. That was the first time I beat him. So I was definitely proud of myself. So golf is golf. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. And more importantly, if you find a way or you figure out a way to navigate around the course, that definitely could help your game. A three. How far are you hitting the ball off the tee? Like, if you pull out the driver and, and you don't shank that baby, what are we looking at? Well, that, that's just it. You know, if I let it go, I can hit it, you know, 315, 325 downwind. But I don't try to let it go now. i got to make, make sure I hit it on the fairway. It's a lot easier hitting it off the fairway, hitting it around 270, 265, and you're, you got about 175, 180 yards in on the fairway than hitting into some trees, and you got to punch out. Such a good game. Jerry, as always, buddy, I know you're busy. Appreciate the time. Thanks for, um, thanks for being on the show. Anytime, Bill. All right, pal. Uh, Jerry Harrison Jr. on the program. Man, I don't play golf like I used to. I love, I love to compete. But I live in L.A. And, Kevin, you a golfer? It's just exp- – I mean, I, I ain't Jerry Harrison Jr. Golf was expensive when I lived in Missouri and Iowa. It's real expensive. Oh, I, I can far. only imagine. I, I admit I don't play as much. I used to dread the game, but love I did it. play a, a couple times in the last year. My college roommate just got married a year ago, and we, we went down to Scottsdale uh, for his bachelor party, and we played golf. And don't get me wrong, I was horrific, but I had so much fun. The fact that I was in the desert playing Dude, golf fresh air. with my with my friends. Have some beer. It was a little hot to have uh, – Adult beverages. We were out there in June, so it was like 110 degrees. I was in June last year. I had some beers. Shouldn't have but though. I, then I did. I did have. Water. I did have one drink. I did have one Good drink. Job. But uh, Kevin Wall party th- animal. I probably lost like 12 pounds too. Like from, yeah. No, it's hot. It's hot in the desert. But it it's was a, so much fun. It is it, a great. It game. was a blast, and that's the type of game where you could be awful, god awful. You could be shooting a 70, but it doesn't matter because you're having the time of your life out there. Golf is su- it's such a great sport. The fact Jerry's a three is ridiculous because he was an eight two or three years ago. I guess when you're a professional athlete, it, it comes a little easy. Uh, we're going to do buy or sell, and we're going to get into one athlete allegedly using witchcraft. What's the word? Bewitch, I guess. To bewitch another professional athlete next year on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back into the show. Remember, you can always listen to the program, the podcast edition of the show, on the free Odyssey app. Get that app wherever you get your uh, get your apps. Uh, Mr. Bogish, have you followed this insane Paul Pogba story coming out of Europe? Not even a little bit. Okay. I'm going to give you the clip note version. I'm going to ask you a question. You know what? I'm going to do it in buy or sell. I'm going to mix it into buy or sell. Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Paul Pogba, formerly of the Premier League, now I believe at Juventus, French international player, is allegedly has allegedly been blackmailed by his brother and childhood friends for 13 million euros when they threatened to reveal damning revelations about him. He paid allegedly 100,000 of the euros, and now in folks are investigating, was also alleged to have been threatened by armed men in both France and in Italy, and recognized one of the guys as allegedly being his brother, who was helping to threaten him. But one of the allegations that have come out that apparently he wanted to hide is that Paul Pogba Pogba had gone to a witch doctor to put a hex on killing Mbappe. And that's something he wanted wanted to avoid the world knowing. I didn't know that was an option professionally. Uh, buy or sell that you would put a hex on anyone in the professional sphere. I won't even ask you. Who. Buy. <laughs> buy. Oh, no. I got to start going to church. Um, no, no, you're safe. You're the one here today. Where's T-Cell? I mean, look, I believe in a lot of stuff. Like, I think aliens are, are definitely out there. That just feels like, like math. And I, I, I think... The odds were in either a simulation or a multiverse, or there's a multiverse in which we're in a simulation, seems feasible. And I'm a you know a person of faith, so I believe in in uh, things that are you know defy physics. But I'm having trouble getting my my, my, my arms around believing that in witchcraft being a, an effective tool 
to 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 fell your 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 competitors and colleagues. Fair points, but I'd be careful here because in case it does work, you don't want to anger the witches. So I would just say, tread lightly here, be respectful, and don't become a victim. When I was a kid and Ghostbusters came out, it was a windy day, and I took some jars, and I was convinced for like a week I caught a ghost. <laughs> but I don't think I did. <laughs> you don't think you did? Oh, no. <laughs> there was some stuff going on. <laughs> All right. Are you doing buy or sell today? Buy. Ooh, buy. Buy. And did there? I right. got to say, it is always Always an honor to do anything that Tom DeCelestino does. So thank you for having me, Tom and Bill and Kevin Wall. Here's what we got to figure out. If you're better at this than D-Cell, no, 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 I'm not. There's nothing to figure out. There's no they... way I'm better okay. than at this than Cell. It's not possible. If, if you're a dead tie, what do we do? Nothing, because that's right. not possible either. He cannot. He is the apex, top of the mountain. I can't get there. Apex predator. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Buy or sell. Number one for Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. Last night, St. Louis Cardinal All-Star Albert Pujols got one step closer to joining the 700 club. The machine, La Machina, hit home run number 694 off Reds lefty Ross Detweiler. The reason why we mentioned that is because Detweiler is the 450th, that's 450 pitcher in the MLB that has given up a home run to Pujols. Yes, that's right. He has homered off 450 different pitchers in his career. Buy or sell if Pujols somehow doesn't get to 700 total home runs, that little nugget will be his biggest accomplishment. I'm going to sell that. Sell. Amazing though it is. Man, look at you. I, I, I see what's happening here, and I will just buy that maybe I was a little hard on pool holes at the All-Star break. Mm. You can push the buy button. Buy. Buy. Now, a guy once told me in radio, it's not what you say, my man, it's how you say it. What I said wasn't wrong. I just could have been more tender in my he doesn't belong. But he, it, it is ridiculous how many home runs it feels like he's hit since the All-Star game. Yeah, because I saw it coming. And the voters you and the commissioner it. did. They knew what they were doing. You saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah, you did. My witch doctors. I don't know about witchcraft, but I believe in the psychic powers of Andrew Bogus. Uh, from one slugger to another, a D-cell segue, Yankee star outfielder Aaron Judge continuing to have a season for the ages after turning down an eight-year extension with those Yanks before the season. Judge said he was willing to bet on himself as he felt the price of that deal was too low. Well, last night... Judge hit his 50th home run in Anaheim and has a full month to get to Roger Maris's franchise home run record of 61. That's also still the American League single season mark. Buy or sell, that Aaron Judge will get to 62 or more home runs this season. Oh, man. I'm going to sell. I think nerves do kind of click in sometimes. I think we've just seen this before. Here's what I don't remember that I should know. This is just full disclosure. This is me admitting my shortcoming. I used to know this. Did Maris and Mantle have that season in the 154-game schedule? Yes. That was one of the initial complaints. They had more games to do it in. Right. So I do think that's also a – what is the – I guess I could just do the math myself. But, I mean, that also is a fairly, I think, significant differentiator. And, like, I'm not even sure that's the number that actually matters. I think – 
I know people don't want to do it that way, but don't you think you have to adjust for... I'm going to do the math right now. Don't you think you have to adjust for how many home runs are actually required if you're going to talk about this being the, the new mark? Um, No, I think the bigger objection for me is like, how do you handle this overall conversation? Because it's nice to say he's going to pass Maris, he's going to set the AL mark, but the mark is 73. As invalid yeah, that and as real? fraudulent that, as that number is, that's the number. And, you know, if you really want to get on your soapbox, you want a guy who you can feel pretty confident doing it legitimately. You want him somebody to hit 74 to wipe all of those guys off the list. So 61, 62 sounds nice, but get me 74. But if he hits 74, doesn't it? Let's just be, all right, let me ask you this. And I don't mean to pick on Aaron Judge, but buy or sell bogus that, that for you, when a guy starts to do this, even if it's not fair and there's no evidence, you start to think about whether something on tour is going on. I, I'll buy for myself. I can't buy. not think that steroids are... And that's not fair to Aaron Judge, but that's what baseball has trained me to believe with these guys who get to this mark. So I'll sell, sell. on a technicality. I'm not oh, okay. thinking it. I'm not suspicious of Aaron Judge, but you also can't with 100% confidence say that anybody's clean because... Anybody could be using something that's undetectable right now. That's the the new thing we haven't figured out yet or knows how to do it and not get caught. So, like, no no one can be completely above suspicion. But Aaron Judge is pretty close. Um, the mark, the math on this is that to, to meet Maris's mark home runs per game would be 64.17 home runs. Okay. So, so buy or sell that 64, that if that if Aaron Judge hits 63, Maris is still the the all-time single-season Yankee slugger. Yes, yeah, I'm going to sell. Sell. Uh, but it's extra games. It's extra games, but you got you just got to pass the number. We can't do projections. We can't do math. It sucked back in 61. We can't do it now. But I think Judge gets to 65, so he's going he's gonna to beat the number you want to get to anyway. You think he's going to get to 65? I do. I believe the pace is 63 point something yeah. right now. I think 65 is the number. Other than Bonds, though, guys have tended to fall off the pace over the years. But that's well, maybe it mattered more before it was. I think the marks tainted. Like, I'm interested in it, but not the way that I used to be. Well, right, but I, I think what you need is somebody to beat Bonds. Like, you need someone to save the record, to be super, super corny. Like, you need someone to take it back from corny. the evildoers. I like you being all. Uh, you know, all over the top and, and, and moralistic. Welcome right. to the show. Uh, number three, from baseball to football, uh, we know that the Panthers picked Baker Mayfield as their starting QB, and Baker gets a chance at some revenge immediately week one against the Browns. Now, Friday night in the Panthers' final preseason game with the Bills, Baker talked to Cynthia Freeland, who was doing the Bills TV plus NFL Network during the full season, and then she said on the latest Around the NFL podcast that Baker said, I'm going to bleep them up when talking about that Browns game. Buy or sell that Baker should stay quiet knowing he's lucky to have a starting QB job this season. <laughs> I mean, I'm just bye. a reader. Uh, bye. bye. I'm just the writer. Um, not the writer who wrote it, the writer whose last name's writer. Um. <sighs> I actually want the guy to be successful, but just shut up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just do it. Right. Yes. Just just, just do, do it. it. That's fine. 
And when you say that, it sounds like you're accepting no blame for why you're not the Browns quarterback anymore, and that's not the situation. Uh, By the way, if you're really built in that petty of a way, and I'm about petty grievances, like build your world around them if you want to. I I have a little grievance garden that that I tend to in my brain, and I love it. But you have to wait till after you win to say you. There's no upside in saying that beforehand. Just beat them and then come to the podium and be petty. So you come to the podium after a win with middle fingers up, guns blazing. That's your. Play? I mean, better than this. Be like, I. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Felt good. Team played great. The guys. Blah blah blah. I I bleeped them up and I wanted to and that was my focus and I feel really good about showing those guys what they're missing. Sure. Yeah. Why do an advance when you lose your Baker Mayfield? You very well could lose 28-3. to So I just, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the NFL preseason mercifully ended on Sunday. Today, <laughs> 4 Eastern is the deadline for teams to get their rosters down to the usual 53 players. As they go from 80 to 53, there are always surprises. One came yesterday, the Dolphins cutting veteran running back Sony Michelle. He was a big part of the Rams' Super Bowl run Took that job in week 13, ran for 545 touchdowns over the last half of the season, last few weeks of the season. Uh, Yes, he's old. Yes, there's injury concerns. Yes, he's a running back, and most of them are simply replaceable. But buy or sell, Sony Michelle will be on a team by the end of this week. Man, I mean. He's been been let go of a lot of places. Right. I'm going to sell that. So. By the end of the week, I think there's kind of a kind of a flood of uh, running backs out there. I mean, I guess the Bears could take him. Yeah, the Ravens are signing Kenyon Drake today. Apparently, I saw that. Yeah, and they obviously they obviously had a need. Yeah, I mean he'll find a job eventually, but not the guy that he, that he used to be. All right, one more NFL question. New York Jets rookie corner Sauce Gardner continues to have an impressive start to his career. The number four pick from the spring, already named a starter for the Jets. He got a good preseason, and now he's getting a big endorsement deal. Buffalo Wild Wings introducing Sauce Sauce, which will be a smoky, sweet, and spicy barbecue sauce beginning tomorrow through the entire NFL season. Buy or sell, it's too early to throw big-time endorsements to rookies who haven't played a full NFL snap. Now when you're doing a play on words, sell. You, this sell. is the place to... But I think, look, I love it as an idea, sauce sauce. But that is extremely confusing. How many Buffalo Wild Wings around America are some poor customer be like, hey, I'll take the sauce. Yeah, I want the sauce. And they bring the sauce sauce. Like, I don't want this sauce. And they go, no, it's sauce sauce. You asked for sauce sauce. Like, I just want, yeah, sauce. What are you talking about? Did you stutter? Um, no, I'm I'm here. They had me at sauce sauce. Like, I'm in. <laughs> the in. rest doesn't matter. I don't care what it tastes like, what the details are. They could be giving him a bajillion dollars. I'm I'm in on sauce sauce. <laughs> Bye. So, so you just want, just bring me all the food and cover it in sauce sauce. Bring I will, me everything on the menu, sauce sauce. I think that's an epic nickname. Just, I mean, it's perfect. The cornerback, the way he plays, it's an all-timer. And here we go. Sauce, sauce. Right out of the gate. Great job by B-dubs. You're, you're into it. I'm in. All right. I love the positivity. Uh, can I interest you in some Dr. J this morning? I mean, that is, I got to be honest, I, I, it was it was 
twenty-five thousand to one that that was going to be on the show. I'm let's. I'm excited. You, I don't even know what's happening. You tell me. Sit back, because Dr. J, Julius Irving, talking to TMZ Sports, and he was asked if the NBA will get to the point of retiring Kobe Bryant's number eight and or twenty-four. Dr. J said no because they were two different careers, and Bill Russell, who's number six, was retired, was eighty-eight years old. He did say maybe one day. The NBA will retire Kobe's number, but it's not the right time. Buy or sell, the NBA will eventually retire Kobe Bryant's numbers. This is, this is, I had a very similar social interaction yesterday. I was out with my buddy, Greg, who is a producer in LA and is a ridiculous Lakers fan. And I made the offhanded comment just socially that Breaking Bad and Kobe Bryant are both amazing and overrated. And he dropped his fork and just stared dead. People are very emotional about, about Kobe, and I understand. But I'm going to sell that they should, and I'm going to sell that they will. I, sell. And ma- How do I say this in a sensitive way? You can't retire that many numbers, right? I mean, you just – and I think as great as Kobe – I don't think Jordan's numbers should be retired. I don't – there are very – like Jackie Robinson, yes. Yes. But, but I think the idea of retiring numbers league-wide, to me – you get a little bit caught up in the the moment and the emotion, and and I just I think it's a bad idea in general. Are you? I know your team saw sauce, bogus. Right. Are your team retire numbers league wide? No. Right, you're with me. Yeah, I think I I kind of think that we might be done right now. Like Russell, understandable for not just basketball, but the socio political side of him being Bill Russell. Jackie Robinson, number forty two, makes sense. Obviously, Wayne Gretzky to me had a bigger impact on his sport than any other athlete going. So I get number 99 being off limits in hockey. But for basketball specifically, if you do Jordan, then you got to do Magic, then you got to do Bird, then yeah, there's Kobe. That, like it's just, then, then it's not an honor anymore. I'm not sure that I... Uh, look, I think if you're going to retire anyone's number that's, that's played basketball, you can make a really strong case for, for Bill Russell. And I'm, I think I talked about this when he passed away. I had the great honor to meet him in Kansas City once and spend an evening reporting on him. It, it, awesome guy. I'm obviously, amazing, amazing person. I don't know if I were the person making the deciding vote. and that I don't know that I would have voted even to retire his number. I just, I am generally opposed with very, like, I think Jackie Robinson, and you make a great point about Gretzky, I'm just generally opposed to the notion. League-wide. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, it needs to be the elitist of clubs, and it needs to have more than just, like, your on-court, on-field success. It's not just the greatest yes. player. And, yes. like, I don't even think Jordan qualifies for that. Agreed. So I don't think then Kobe does either. I mean, Russell probably does. And, and, and I mean, Jackie Robinson, like, what he did, and it transcended baseball, right? Like, his number right. and what he went through. Transcended baseball. I mean, yes. it's, it transcends it transcends sports. It's a it's a it's a much bigger thing than sports. Uh, I'm with you, I, I, and that's you said it better than I did. Kobe, look, we all mourn for Kobe, and it's awful, and it's sad, and it's terrible. But his number shouldn't be retired. It just it just it just should not. And I think in a and, and I don't. I, this is going to sound heartless, callous, whatever. But the time to have done it was upon him dying at a completely unforeseen young age. Like, I don't know the like what would be the impetus to yeah. go back to that conversation now for the NBA. But I don't, I, again, I, it, it, this is, I'm just going to say what I think, and it may sound callous. I don't mean it that way. 
tragedy strikes and young people people die young sometimes, and that's awful. But it it doesn't to me rewrite the rules of who they were, what they're about. And Kobe was an amazing player, and nobody wants to talk about this. I mean, it's not like Kobe Bryant wasn't a complicated human being whose off court reality was as marred by accusation as it was um, defined by remarkable entrepreneurial success and like and being a mentor. He, complicated guy and none of that changes because he died young it's just it just doesn't for me all right let's switch gears um one more it's not soccer but it's soccer oh no tennis have we do it now i think it was the question mark uh not serena williams it is men's number four seed stefano sitsipas who have to wait another opportunity to advance into the second round of the u.s open he suffered a shocking four set loss yesterday to a qualifier he lost the first 11 games this match almost forced to fifth set but lost in that fourth sitsipas admitted it felt like a nightmare after losing buy or sell we will see many many upsets take place through these two weeks I love watching Sissy Pass lose, by the way, just because he's the guy that pulls the I need a 30-minute pretend break to mess with my opponent. Um, We had a lot yesterday. We had a lot. I'll, I'll sell. I think things will kind of even out. Yeah, men's number four, men's number 10, yeah. women's number seven all lost yesterday. Taylor Fritz went down, who is America's... Yeah. Big hope. Right. Real geeked up that maybe an American man would make it deep in a week, too, and he didn't even see Tuesday. We've become what Wimbledon used to be for the English. It was like, oh, it's cute. The English were rooting for their guys before Andy Murray won. We're sick. But we might have uh, uh, we might have Andy Roddick on the show next week. I got like is I got that a maybe. Wait, yeah, did, I, did I tell you my Andy Roddick story? No. No, you, were, you weren't here. It's not, I mean, it's not it's a half a story, but there was... Um, I guess it was, was it Wimbledon where Nadal got hurt, won, and then withdrew before the semifinal? Yeah, against Kyrgios. Right. And Roddick was talking about, like, because some people were like, they should put whoever he lost, I can't remember that name, he was like, that guy Lucky should loser. should get yeah. his spot in the semifinals. And Roddick was responding to that. And I jumped into the thread, and he actually, he responded to me. We went back and forth very cordially. And then I tried to do the shoot him a DM and say, hey, you don't know me, but I, I, we have a common friend, Bill Ryder, and Andy doesn't accept DMs. So my <laughs> chance of becoming friends to breaking the ice on Twitter didn't didn't. Happen. Sorry. You know what? But you got close. I'm not sure how that would. I think he would have just, then you guys would have had a back and forth making fun of me. That's So my, my debate was if he does take the bait, had the DM gone through and he took the bait, how many messages until I can bring up the fact that you broke wind in his wife's presence? Uh, I mean, as she tweeted it, um, I think your third or fourth response. Okay. All right. Because you don't want it to seem... The problem with Andy is Andy does enjoy making people feel like they're being a little weird in his presence because people are. Mm-hmm. But he he just he's like, why are you being a weirdo? Why why are you acting weird? Why can't I just be a guy? And then you feel weirder. Yeah. The only reason Andy likes me is I was a jerk to him for three months <laughs> on the air. That's true. Uh, P.S. Today's his fortieth birthday. No, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta send him a text. All yeah. right. 
little Andy Roddick talk for everybody. Look at that. Little, uh, man, this is, look how deep we went. And we don't even have Kevin Wall having a panic attack like D-Cell does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to Lamar Jackson, uh, who is negotiating his new deal on Twitter with randos. It's very, very fun. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Lamar Jackson wants that Deshaun Watson money. He does not have a deal yet with the Ravens. Remember, that is an organization whose owner was pretty open uh, about his frustration when the Browns changed the market with that guaranteed $230 million to Deshaun Watson. And, and Lamar's having fun on Twitter. I'm not sure it's great for... I'm not sure it's the right arena in which to negotiate, but on Twitter, uh, someone wrote that uh, the Ravens had already offered Lamar Jackson $250 million guarantee, what he reportedly wants, and Lamar, former MVP, wrote, no, they didn't, end quote. But the best response on here is another, another Twitter uh, person wrote, as much as I love Lamar, a fully guaranteed deal would be bad business. Lamar Jackson replied, you don't love Lamar. <laughs> so It's so good. I mean, this is the deal. We see this every time. Every time a receiver, a quarterback, any position of note, a person gets paid at a high level, the next person who is considered elite or even impactful at, at that position expects and usually gets the same amount or a little bit more. And the reality is Deshaun Watson's a markedly better quarterback than than Lamar Jackson, if not for all the the ugliness and weirdness and craziness. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes should not be setting the market for other quarterbacks. They just shouldn't. Matt Stafford, Super Bowl or not, is not in the same ballpark. Lamar Jackson, MVP or not, is not in the same ballpark. And so one of the reasons that folks in the NFL are so put out with the Browns is not the moral ugliness or the queasiness of guaranteeing the kind of money to a guy like Deshaun Watson with all the accusations and things swirling around him we've talked about. And you can agree or disagree whether that should have an impact on their football decision making, but it's a reality. But I don't think other owners care about that. They don't. What they care about is that level of guaranteed money, almost a quarter of a billion dollars in guaranteed money for Deshaun Watson makes it really difficult for every other team when they do get a quarterback that has some value to them trying to avoid paying a similar level of a deal. And that's the that's the issue with the Ravens. And we know it now because Lamar's been tweeting enough about it, tweeting how he liked Dallas growing up and the Dolphins when someone talked about where he's from, South Florida and that team, a place to play. Didn't say, oh, well, I'm a Raven forever, man. He is messing with this organization. He's holding out because he wants to be paid more than Deshaun Watson. And that means the next guy is going to want more than the next guy. And so owners around the NFL are furious at the Browns because eventually this leads to some guy getting 400 or $500 million in guaranteed money. If I'm the Ravens, I put my foot down. Again, we've seen this in the NBA at Durant. You can do it here. No. No, we're not going to do it. And I think Lamar Jackson's obviously talented. He's not shown himself to be a guy that can win in the postseason. It just hasn't translated. I'm not guaranteeing that money until there's a sea change in what he does in those big games. All right, that's the show. Ended quick. A lot of fun. Thanks to Kevin Wall for producing. Thank you to Andrew Bogish for his excitement that Justified, the TV show, is coming back. Thank you to Jerry Harrison Jr. for being on the program. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 